This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Ramps.com. Ramps.com, servicing all of your ramp needs. And Ramps.com would like to extend an apology to President Donald J. Trump, who almost fell in one of our super slippery ramps that was accidentally shipped to West Point Military Academy. Oh, no. God bless you, President Trump. God bless these United States of America. And God bless the Sports Lords. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's too steep. What up, surfs? We're back. Oh, wait. What's, what's, what's happening? Up? What's happening? Yeah, ramps.com, an amazing product. Um, I guess they screwed up. Usually those slippery ramps are reserved for like the circus or like, you know, water parks or more fun. Yeah. Discovery yeah. Zone. Yeah. Apparently there was a mix up. They sent um, one of their slides to West Point and it should have been a ramp. That's a so, big mix up. I hope yeah. nobody got fired for that. Probably they did, but I mean, I'm just amazed. It just shows how, you know, agile our president Mm -hmm. is that he was able to get down that thing. Yeah. I could, I I can tell you right now, I couldn't have gotten down that thing. Oh yeah, we all would have shot right down that thing. (laughs) Especially in wingtips, you know what I mean? Like they have no No traction. Yeah. Those things are, yeah, so... It's He's not getting, because the president has an equilibrium problem and doesn't know how to properly stand or walk up and down stairs or slopes. No. It's the ramp's fault. Yeah. yeah. He's an amazing He's, athlete. I one time He's in perfect physical condition. Yeah. yeah, one time I was I don't talk about this a lot, but I was over in Riverside Park here in Manhattan mm-hmm. and uh I saw the president just shooting hoops. Oh um, shit. And I saw him make four thousand three pointers in a row. Yeah. And then That's he dunked. Right. He dunked to just finish it off. Actually, I think you told me about that because he was wearing. He was. He had his suit pants on, but he mm-hmm. was shirtless. Yeah. But he still had suspenders on, or yeah. something like and that. Perfect, yeah. perfect six pack abs. Amazing. And pecs like you wouldn't believe. Like he's such a modest guy, and people, you know, people like to say he wears diapers or he's fat or his tie is too long. His tie is too long. He's an idiot. He always looks <laughs> his like his hair looks really stupid. His hair is insane. Uh, his brain really, is melted. He's absolutely ripped. And yeah, he was just shooting hoops and he just slam dunked. Look, you don't get to be six five or whatever he is and not be an amazing athlete. No, that's true. You don't get to grow that that tall. <laughs> they don't They're let not. you. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. No. They cut me off at 6'3". That's why I'm, like, not that great. Yeah. Right. I was close. Two more and maybe. Closer than Kevin and I, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And also, like he said, he could have uh, played Major League Baseball if he wanted to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure he's really good at sports. I mean, if his sons are any, you know, any indicator, they're also great athletes. So. Yes. Have Um, you seen Baron? He's a big boy now. Yeah, he's like six four. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and he's like what twelve? Yeah. Um, 
But actually, that does remind me of something I was thinking about the other day. Um, like Trump saying he could he could have played Major League Baseball if he wanted to. Do you guys did you ever like in high school or college know guys who would try to make that argument that like anybody could be a professional athlete? It's just a matter of like working hard enough. Yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah, I remember dudes trying to make that argument. I was like, no, that's not no no. It's not about just like running every day, <laughs> like lifting enough weights, and then you're good enough to. Yeah, like, I remember someone making that argument. Probably the person you're thinking about, mm-hmm. who's probably been on this podcast before. Um, yeah, Is just, it someone who runs with something that runs with Jack Daly. Yeah, it does <laughs> rhyme with Jack Daly, and he. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think he made the argument once, and Jimmy argued with him that we were in college. And yeah, I forgot about this. I think Jimmy yeah. said, "Like, okay, well, then by your logic, you're saying you could make it to the NBA right now if you tried hard enough." And Jack was like, "Yeah, I could." <laughs> I was like, "No, you couldn't." Yeah, like yeah. you never had a chance. None of us yeah. did. No. I feel uh, like that's that's a popular view among like conservative bros. Just pulling yeah. your bootstraps up, dude. Yeah. You can do anything. If this is America. Up. You can do anything you want. Anyone and, who says anything else is just a lazy sack of shit. Yeah, and taken like, out in the street and killed. These guys are so they're so spoiled. These millionaire athletes. I could do what they're doing. Look, I could, dude. I could. Yeah. Look, dude. But if I, it wasn't for affirmative action, I'd be in the NFL right now. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear that, man. I mean, I basically had two roads ahead of me, and I could have either been the general manager at a restaurant, a chain restaurant, or an NBA player. And I mean, it came down to two guys. It was either <laughs> me, me, or Saquon Barkley. Who do you think they tick? Well, you know? dude, when I played Pee Wee football, true. I played Pee Wee football with Peyton Manning, and I was better than him then. <laughs> like I was better than him, so that means I'm better than him now. <laughs> I don't make the rules. It's just yeah. nature, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... No, I never played against – I never played with anyone who went on to become professional athletes. But I remember my school playing against or seeing, you know, like there's a lot of guys, especially in Georgia, that played football against us or basketball that are out professional. And they stick out. You can just – Oh, yeah. Hell, we, immediately. And even the guys in high school that stick out, it's such a small percentage that makes it. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, we yeah. – we, I can remember specifically we – our – Jimmy in my high school and our good friend was the center for the basketball team. And he's like a six-foot-six guy. And uh, we played against Southwest Atlanta Christian, whose star player was Dwight Howard. Yeah. And he had to guard Dwight Howard. And – yeah, our friend wasn't bad, but Dwight Howard uh, dunked all over him at will. It yeah. was not even uh, close. Yeah, I mean, there are so many guys. Uh, yeah, like I, I remember this linebacker at Chambly who I played against who was going to Georgia Tech, and he was he fucking dominated us. And he he barely played. He ended up barely playing at Georgia Tech, but he was like an elite just like on a whole other level. Uh, so, yeah, those guys who think it's like easy to be a professional athlete, 
are fucking dumb yeah, shit. Our, our best high school basketball player was like a longtime friend of mine. I remember, and like he wanted to be like Michael Jordan, Kendrick, and he was awesome. And he had like a long career in Europe, like he ended up playing in Europe and, and overseas and stuff. And he was amazing. But I remember like he got lit up by guys who like went on to the NBA that were actual like yeah. fucking incredible players. Yeah, it's crazy at that level. Like it's, yeah. I think whole- Jody Meeks, who had a quick stint in the NBA. He played at our rival school, Norcross. I wasn't there because it was like a couple years after I had left, but I think he lit up our school for like 60 points or something in a game. Mm-hmm. And then he played at Kentucky, and he was like really good at Kentucky, and then he barely sniffed the NBA. Yeah. So you never – it's not that easy. Yeah. But you're right. Jack could have made it. Jack could have <laughs> been – Absolutely. I mean, yeah. That guy can jump about i think 45 inches in the air yes yeah, i've what, seen like, him do a he's five six dunk. right uh <laughs> yeah around there he's probably yeah. like five eight okay yeah but yeah um, he could he could easily make it like um but yeah how how's anyway um, i didn't yeah, mean sidetrack us there guys yeah no 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 that's a that's a fun thing to talk about and to think about yeah um how's you guys uh sports weeks been <laughs> Or just uh, weeks since there are no sports in U.S. of A. Um, you know, same old hell world stuff. You know, mm-hmm. as my yeah. cat shows you guys her asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kitty. <laughs> um, uh, I've had a bad week. I would say, just in general. I mean, every week is bad, but um, we were talking about this a little bit off mic. I am um. I'm really annoyed at uh, everybody because um, just because the sun's out and it's almost summer, uh, this uh, plague, this pandemic hasn't gone away, folks. Yeah. And uh, it seems like no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah. Walking around my neighborhood, um, it just it feels like it's just normal now, except every, most people have masks on. But there are tons of people out every day. There's just like... It's just normal activity. And I'm not even talking about protesters. Like, if you feel compelled enough in this time to stand up for inequality or something that, like, you feel strongly against that you want to go protest, do it. I I did it, you know, after two months of being locked in. I'm talking about, like, yeah, people at bars, uh, my neighbors having fucking five-day-long benders and parties. They're out there right now. I can hear them right now. Um other neighbors having a birthday party because I heard them sing happy birthday multiple times. I don't know why. Um, yeah, just being out and about in Brooklyn and seeing bars open and shit, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, this, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Kev. I was just going to say it's the same where I'm staying of just like, uh, like Ninth Avenue is just like an open block party, basically, because all these bars just have um high tops out on the sidewalk and people are just hanging out at, and i don't know it's just uh it's weird yes i can't like on one level i understand people's desire to want to get out and be around other people and uh, but on the other hand i'm like i can't imagine wanting to just go chill in front of a bar 
but like, that's I desire is what drinks to go, but I don't like hang out with a group of people there. But that initial desire you talk about is what pisses me off because it's like I'm I'm fucking being an idiot and wearing a mask, and yeah, it's uncomfortable and it sucks, and I don't like it, and I don't go out. But it's like if we go out now, we're gonna be doing this longer. It's just right, it's, right. especially like this is all happening as like reports keep coming out about how cases are spiking in every state that reopened early. So it's right. just like, we're going to, we're doing the same thing. It's so right. dumb and it's really aggravating to me. Yeah. And it's also like, uh, like, I don't know, Cuomo here in New York, oh, like God. did phase one here in New York city and then like yelled at everyone for going out. And it's like, dude, yeah. maybe just don't, uh, tell people to open. Like, I don't know what you expect when you tell bars they can sell drinks. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You know, like the leadership is dog shit, obviously on a national level, but even on a state level, it's like you're sending mixed signals, man. You're letting the bars open back up. So what are people like? I, yeah, like you guys are saying, Hey, it's kind of fucked up and selfish to go to a bar and like be in a crowd of people right now. I think that's, and also that would give me anxiety, but there are lots of people who are going to see that the bars are like open and assume like, Oh, I guess it's okay. You know, like for sure. I mean, I'm dying. Like I'm dying to see other human beings in person. I'm dying to hang out with like you guys and like our friends and just like be back to normal. But but again, I'm going to literally die if we do that right now. Right. <laughs> and also, like, speaking of Cuomo, because I fucking hate that guy, and it still makes me mad that, like, a few months ago, everyone was, like, talking about how great of a leader he was. Um, well, first off, de Blasio apparently has coronavirus, our mayor. So great job on phase one. And then, now he's denying it, saying it's just symptoms. But it's like, well, that symptoms that lead what? to a thing. So. <laughs> yeah. But Cuomo telling protesters to stop because you've done what you needed to and accomplished everything is just like, mm-hmm. fuck off, dude. What the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah. The guy's that guy's an idiot. So full of that guy shit. sucks. He's so full of shit. Cuomo? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> can you believe that there was like a stretch at the beginning of all this where people were like, I'm a Cuomo sexual. <laughs> yeah. I want yeah, people, people on The Daily Show? Yeah, literally, yeah. Trevor Noah. There's a promo that of him saying like saying that, um, and I just yeah, uh, 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 yeah, it's uh, all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> it's um, all bad. It's all all bad. That's kind of my <laughs> takeaway of everything. Yeah, and I uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, well, yeah. But that's how my week's been. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, Kev. I was going to say, my week, yeah, the only notable thing really for this week for me, um, uh, I worked a job today. So that was my first time, like, going somewhere and working in a long time. Um, And, yeah, there's nothing really to say other than. And thankfully, it was not a bar job. No, no, it was painting. Yeah. It was a painting job at an office, and it was weird. It's because I was seeing a lot of people. I I was literally, you know, what's crazy. It was three months to the day 
since lockdown started. And I was at this office three months ago today. Yeah. And, Damn. and like the guy had told us, cause we were like, yeah, we're going to leave early cause the city's shutting down. And he's like, okay, well, um, just come back tomorrow. And we were like, yeah, okay, bud. And like, he didn't understand what was coming. So it was weird to go back three months later and, um, it, like he, he didn't know that it was serious back then. And now it was funny going back because he was sitting in his office the whole time while we were painting in like the open area, but he was in his office with the door closed and still had his mask on. So it's like, <laughs> all right, I guess you take it seriously now. Uh, that's good. But yeah, you want to, you want to let those paint fumes in. That's the fun of it. You got to yeah, yeah. that shit. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Why the fuck not? It's hell world, baby. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just uh, times change. You know, times have changed a lot. And things are worse. Exponentially worse than they were three months ago. I'd yeah, say. World War Three might start soon on top of everything. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. I can't Big wait. Time. One thing Big that's not going to start soon or at all, is Major League Baseball. Look at that transition. <laughs> well done. Well done. Because, uh, yeah, baseball's fucked. Yeah, it turns out the owners never really wanted to have a season in the first place. Mm-hmm. After, after like, six weeks of a total, like, just dog and pony show, back and forth negotiation, in scare quotes, that they were doing. And then the players kind of finally called their bluff. And now the owners are like, oh, well, I guess we're going to have to cancel. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad the players finally did that, though. Just called yeah, them they, out. And like, hey, we're ready to play. Like, tell us when and where we'll play. And they're like, ah, no. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. It's it's infuriating, and it seems like that commissioner has like less of a grip on his league than any other commissioner. Maybe, yeah. yeah. They seem to walk. I mean, yeah. Goodell, Roger Goodell in the NFL gets walked over by the owners a lot, but this guy seems clueless. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he he like last week he said like the season's definitely going to happen. And then, like, the same day or the next day was like, oh, now it's looking like, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's less likely. It's like, I'm not so sure. Yeah. yeah it's like it's you're the face of this league. You got to, like, you can't make big declarative statements like that when you know it can just end like that. You got to yeah. be a little bit more with it. Yeah. What's his, what's his background before he was commissioner? I don't know. Question. I don't know anything about Rob Manfred. I know I didn't even know he was the commissioner. I didn't even know his name until recently. Um, yeah, because I think I know Adam Silver for the NBA was like an assistant to David Stern. Like he worked in the NBA for many years, and I think Goodell did too. Did he not? Was Goodell in the NFL? He was involved yeah. in the NFL before becoming commissioner, I believe. That sounds right. Yeah, like he was like Paul Tagliabue's guy. But yeah, I know nothing about Rob Manfred. He's just a lawyer. That's what we That's need. All. Yeah, he's just a lawyer. Yeah. So. We need lawyers everywhere. We need lawyers in politics, lawyers in sports, mm-hmm. everywhere. They're the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. Cause it, it is um, like watching the owners basically for short-term gain or sh- prevention of short-term loss. They're relegating major league baseball to probably being as popular in the United States as hockey is probably right hockey or boxing or something where it's most people don't really give a shit about it um, yeah because they're gonna strike next year so we could go like two seasons without yeah. baseball potentially and if During, that happens baseball's fucked yeah they're yeah. not coming back after that especially yeah. like now like of all times you're gonna strike it's right now um yeah because yeah last time there was a stoppage of play it was 1994 so those were relatively good times economically and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah. like what we're going through now we had jeff epstein in the white house we had yeah. you know just uh hyper color t-shirts on everyone it was a different time yeah, yeah. just a lot of neon um starter <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, jackets yeah starter jackets the yep. bud light dog the bud bowl was being played yeah. Spuds McKenzie was Spuds around. Spuds McKenzie, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> we had Spuds McKenzie. We had, um, you know, uh, Spud Webb. Yeah, it was Ronald McDonald time. and the gang were still involved. <laughs> you know, 90s Ace stuff, Ventura, man. Yeah. Ace, yeah. Ace Ventura wasn't problematic. <laughs> Kurt Cobain had just blown his head off you know Novoselic wasn't a MAGA guy yet yeah that was a weird turn I didn't know that really wow yeah he uh is he he, a MAGA guy or does he just say some pro he's a weird libertarian the way all those guys are now that they get older but he defended he said he was proud of the president after he shot tear gas at a crowd to take a photo op across the street at the church Oh, that's when he voiced support. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, it was because he was just Holy he was shit. He was, he like, was that's a strong leader that we need or something like that. He was like wow. saying because he had driven through Seattle because I guess he probably lives outside Seattle or something. Yeah, and he's saying how chaotic it was and how the president is a strong leader right now and that's what we need. Jesus um, Christ! Which just I'm fine back into hiding. My uh, <laughs> you didn't. That's yeah. the funny thing about guys like that. It's like you didn't have to say anything. Yeah, you could have just like sat on your pile of money that you put you got for playing bass. It's like, okay. hey man, you're not even Dave Grohl. Yeah, like <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, it was a weird. I, I I knew he was into politics, but I kind of assumed he was sort of like a lefty. But I think you're right. I think he's like a weird libertarian. He is. I, I looked into it a little bit because I I don't know I. My hot take, I guess, for the episode and always is like, I've never been a fan of Nirvana. I've always thought they're maybe the most overrated band of all time. Um, And I never got why they were so popular. But now it just goes, this whole situation with him just goes back to justify when I would argue with people in the night, speaking of the 90s, uh, when I was a a Guns N' Roses fan and those two bands (laughs) had beef and it was like, I was right because Axl Rose shits on Trump all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though he's vindicated. a monster and he sucks, but he's on the right side. You've been vindicated, <laughs> man. It took thirty years, but uh, twenty-five. I'm not years. vindicated. It's sad that I still think about that. 
what was what was their beef by the way it was at the mtv video music awards i believe oh yeah uh backstage something happened between them and then kurt cobain like called out axel on stage and they were gonna fight but axel's also like a big pussy so he wasn't gonna do anything um yeah i don't know Damn, it's sad. I just never got Nirvana because they were like all moody and everyone was like, finally, a song for moody teens. And I was like, I like the party. I'm not moody. I'm in the mm-hmm. party bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they I are a little wish, too moody, but also. I wish we'd yeah. gotten to see that Axl Rose, um, Kurt Cobain fight. Yeah, right. A couple 145-pound guys just so. <laughs> <laughs> A couple yeah. of nerds who got beat up in high school a lot, probably. <laughs> yeah. Who are on a huge amount of drugs during yeah. the fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know. And Courtney that. Love shows up and kills both of them. Yeah. That'd be tight. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree with that hot take about Nirvana. Like, I obviously, I loved them back then, but there's rarely does someone turn on Nirvana and I'm like, yeah, I'm right. Just, yeah, I can't. Uh, I was always a Pearl Jam guy yeah. in the '90s. I was more of a when the grunge thing was big, and I was nine years old. Um, I, I like <laughs> I like Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's yeah, they're they're also huge basketball fans. Pearl Jam and baseball. And baseball. Jeff right. Ament had season tickets to the um, Supersonics back then. Well, you know their original name, right? Mookie, Mookie Blaylock. Blaylock. Mookie Blaylock, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, former Atlanta Hawk. Yeah. Currently in prison. He's in yeah. prison? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's a Mookie Blaylock story, story since leaving the NBA has not been good. What'd he do? He killed vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Like I think he was drunk, was drunk driving and killed yeah. somebody. Yeah, and he yeah, had kind guy. of like left the grid. He had gone off grid completely. Like he never showed up to event. Like he never wanted to book events or be kind of use his little even local celebrity at all. Um, he just totally went off the grid and then killed someone, and he's in jail now. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that, but that sucks. Uh, R.I.P. to that person. And Mookie was hey, my favorite basketball player, though. For I love yeah. Mookie, man. On the Hawks, I love him. I saw Mookie. Yeah. He was good. I know. He I saw Mookie. Good. I saw Mookie get a triple double once. Yeah. At, um, he was a good ass NBA point guard, man. The Hawks hadn't had a real good point guard since Mookie until they drafted Jeff Teague. Yeah, and now we got Trey. Well, I guess they had. Old Mike Bibby, who was okay, but Mookie was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. But, yeah, RIP to baseball. <laughs> that's yeah. that's where we got, we yeah, came, we got a, to this from baseball. <laughs> yeah. It's a real bummer, though, that, um, you know, like Jimmy and me have been playing. We were talking about this the other day. We've been playing MLB The Show a lot, mm-hmm. the new one, and, like, this is going to be the MLB the show uh, of a season that never happened. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's going to have weird. Probably the only time speaking of Mookie, Mookie bets, yeah. another Mookie, probably the only yeah. season he'll ever be on the Dodgers is a season that never happened. <clears throat> yeah. What's going to happen with that? Cause they know. traded, they traded all their, all these prospects to get yeah. him for nothing. 
I mean, I kind of I enjoy it as an anti-Dodgers person, but I guess the Red Sox benefit, so it's kind of a wash. Yeah, and and then yeah, the the next year's probably not going to happen, and maybe not the year. I, I don't know. It's just so what we're saying is because baseball isn't going to happen. If you miss it, get on Twitch, start watching MLB the sh- the Sports Lords MLB the Show League because it's the closest you're going to get to getting Major League Baseball. And you know what? It's even better because the games are quicker. There's more shit talking. There's shit talking. There's use- someone has a meltdown every game. Yeah. Yep. Yes. It's got everything you want. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to work on uh, hooking up a camera so that you can see me have a meltdown in addition to hear me have a meltdown because I've been having the most melt- meltdowns this season. Um, yeah. Jack's not too far behind you, though. <laughs> no, that's true. I was, while I was working today, I watched some of your game against Jack. Well, that's because Jack could have played in Major League Baseball if he wanted to. Right. So it true. hurts him more. <laughs> It's like yeah. what, what could have been, right? Right. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but, yeah, and every time I turned on the game, like I would be painting and then I would stop and check and I'd turn it on, I'd refresh, and I'd just hear Jack go, God damn it, or damn it, damn. So. Yeah, I, I beat him. I beat him twice, so. Nice. And then I think yeah. Luke beat him. So I think Jack's <laughs> – just on a losing uh, tour. But anyway. But check that out. It'll get your Major League Baseball fill in. Absolutely. And if I may transition, not as well as Diego did last time, but <laughs> I believe last week we were like, yeah, it looks like the NBA got its shit together. Yep. And then shortly after we said all that, it came out that a bunch of players were like, I'm not going to play, right? Like, Yeah, there were always rumors that there were going to be some guys who didn't want to go which I fully support. Um, yeah. But it's become more of a thing now, and there's like a players' coalition, and it's not just because of coronavirus. Uh, some of them are also saying, we want to keep this momentum with the social uprising and like the Black Lives Matter movement, and have our, you know, we want to know what we're going to be able to do to affect this movement that directly affects our community while we're in this bubble in Disney World. And some other guys are also saying, like, fucking Florida is spiking out of control with coronavirus, and we're going to yeah. fly into that? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, know, um, I mean, there are a lot of good reasons not to, honestly. I, I, you, couldn't, you couldn't fault anybody for mm-hmm. being like, look at the world right now. Like, I don't – I, I want to be, like, with my family in case right. Civil War II starts. Right. Um, <laughs> So it's yeah, it's it's tough, man. I, I will, yeah, we're in be such we're in such a weird. I mean, obviously, we're in a weird moment, but it feels like a very feels like the last week has felt uh, even more unstable because it's like you know protests everywhere, coronavirus, and then I feel like in the last couple of days, like the news of spikes happening is just going up and up and up and yeah. up. Um, yeah, I mean, I just pulled up the New York Times on my phone, and Florida, Texas, and Arizona set records for most virus cases in a day. Mm-hmm. Like today. over two hundred thousand, right? In each, yeah, that's the top headline. So it's like it is spiking fucking hard everywhere else in this country, but New York. Uh, yeah. We're coming. Good. We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like even if. Uh, 
even if, you know, we've got everything down in New York, like we still have domestic flights going. Mm-hmm. What's to stop a guy from Texas to fly in here and just spread it all around, like go down, hang out at all the, you know, go yeah. to businesses around here. Or all the New Yorkers who rent cars and drive down to Florida and other places just to, yeah. like we're bored. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking spreading it, you dipshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I know a New Yorker who did just that. I know several right and it really bugs me. Yeah. yeah. So New Yorkers helped spread it everywhere. And now everybody else will probably help spread it back here. It's never yeah. going to end. Yeah. Until there's um, a vaccine, I guess. <laughs> and but, even then, yeah. how available will it be? Yeah. You know, all the, all the billionaires will get it first and then yeah. we'll but get yeah, it. Like going back to like the NBA points, like I, it's also like a league where you what it's really like at most five or six teams can win at the right. very, very most. Yeah. So it's like, year. you know, teams like Portland who have Damian Lillard or like the Pelicans with Zion. It's like, why would you want to put yourself at risk knowing that you're not even going to win likely anyway? Like what's right. the point of it? Yeah. Um, like LeBron, yeah, his window's closing and he's on one of the best teams. So, of course, or like Giannis, yeah, right now you could take advantage and win your first. But do you think anyone on the Orlando Magic who might be in the playoffs really wants to play? It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like when they were making this plan a month or two ago, they were like, well, yeah, by. You know, by the end of July and and beginning of August, things will sort of be getting back to normal. And it's like, no, it's the total opposite, actually. it's Things are getting worse right now. So, like, if they they do this season, it's going to be a weird thing where it's like they're doing it in spite of coronavirus and not because coronavirus is, like, is dissipating, but just like, right. oh, we're, we're holding it at bay. So we can try and play these games, and it's—I mean, if it happens, I'll watch all of it because I got nothing else going on. But it does seem weird. It's gonna I, be weird. Yeah, I agree with you, and I agree with like Jalen Rose's take, where he's like, "Look, as a basketball fan, if they play, I'm definitely gonna watch. It's gonna be really fun. It's gonna make my personal life as a fan better." But these guys aren't essential workers. They're fucking millionaires. They don't need to work. It's like the people working retail right now or or like whatever, or like you guys, you're there because you need a paycheck because you have to survive and live. You're not fucking millionaires already. If you were millionaires, even if your job opened up, like who cares? I'm not going to go into work. Right. So these guys aren't essential. Like we don't, they don't need to be there. Yeah. And it's far from over. It's like maybe if, if we actually had flattened the curve, and things were going well, we could be like these European leagues that right. are opening up. Uh, but it's like, no, that never happened. So mm. maybe it's not a good idea. And the crazy opposite, I'm sure you guys saw pictures of New Zealand uh, the yeah. past couple of days. They've had, they have live sporting events with packed stadiums because they've reported no cases. zero coronavirus cases. Yeah. Damn. So they're just uh, – Life's back to normal there. I mean, I guess I'm assuming they have no um, international travel at all. So, yeah, yeah. makes makes you makes you wish you were a Kiwi. 
you know? Well, we chose this. Mm-hmm. We chose this here in our country. We could have handled things differently and a little bit better, but we chose not to, and here's where we are. I didn't well, choose it, to be clear. Well, we we do get extra freedoms, so that's true. don't forget that. We have our extra freedoms. Look, I... Like, they have like they have stadiums full of people and no coronavirus. I have an AR-15 closet. Exactly. So I think we're winning this one, guys. <laughs> I gotta agree. It's nice to have be able to go out and kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have stadiums. I get to eat Dunkaroos. You don't get those. Yeah, exactly. And you they sound Australian, you bitches. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it came from their part of the world. But, but it didn't. It didn't. We yep. appropriated that from them. Um, yeah. And so the NBA, that's sort of where they're at, like kind of a standstill. And then did we already talk about how the NFL had a bunch of players in Texas mm-hmm. test positive for COVID? Oh, no, we haven't yeah. gotten there, but yeah, they did. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is like the biggest name that's been reported who, and that's the thing, like it it also happened in college football. Like uh, I think it was three Alabama players that came back to do the practices or whatever also tested. They're all asymptomatic. That's the thing about this. Um, They did say one of the NFL players is displaying symptoms. Oh, really? Okay. They didn't say which one, but yeah, they're mostly asymptomatic. But yeah, a lot of these guys are, I mean, and so it's like hard to tell that that's why, that's why like, I don't, think baseball or the nba is going to work because like they haven't tested the nba guys either what if they because they're supposed to show up i think next week to start quarantining and testing and doing all that but what if too many of them have it uh um, right yeah i mean the nba was how this whole thing kind of started or not start you know it's when i realized it was great like gonna be uh sort of decimating to the u.s was when like yeah What's his face? Who was that player that breathed on all the mics and like Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert, and then he tested patient zero. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like they've already had an outbreak in the NBA. Like right. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, because there's been a like there's been a lot of NBA guys who've all had it um, and recovered now because it was so long ago. But yeah, I could see it happening again. Or I mean, we don't know. Yeah, and it's yeah. scary because it's like if you've—I don't know if you guys have seen the before and after picture of lungs after you get it, but they get fucked up bad. Yeah, no, I haven't I've, seen. I've that. heard. Yeah, you can have like uh, not just your lungs, but other internal organs mm-hmm. get fucked from COVID. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and speaking of college, I saw. I mean, first of all, it's fucked up. Like you know, we all love college football, but we. I'll admit that it's a highly flawed sport and a highly flawed system and everything, and that's putting it mildly. But this week it came out that the Ohio State players have been asked to sign this waiver to, like, not hold the school liable if if they get COVID while yep. they because the the players have come back to campus to start getting ready for the season. And it's so fucked up, man. You know who else has so a waiver wrong. like that? The Who's president that? for the people to go to his rallies. That's right. You can't yes. sue him if you get coronavirus at his rally. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's where we're at in college football. We're doing the same shit yeah. that our dear leader's doing. So it's going to be yeah. great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, I mean honestly, I don't know how, if that season's going to happen either at this point. I, I hope not. At this I, point, yeah. I just hope like 
let's not try and force college yeah. students into a stadium to, you know, yeah. we forced them to do enough already, you know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. like, yeah, while we're here, while we're here at college football, we got to talk about the big story. Mike Gundy, Holy. Oklahoma Holy. state coach. You guys got to fill me in on, cause I, I'm not fully aware of this one. Oh boy. Um, yeah, Diego. Yeah. I'll, I'll defer to you on this oh, one. Okay. I'll give it a go. So, <clears throat> For those of you who might not know, Mike Gundy is the head coach of Oklahoma State University over there in Stillwater, Oklahoma. He um, he first got famous years ago after like a loss at a press conference, and they asked him about like a player or something, and it set him off. And he he did a whole rant about like talk to me, and he was screaming like talk to me. I'm a man. I'm forty. And that's how he first kind of came into fame because of that rant. Mm-hmm. Um, then he got famous for having a mullet because he grows out a mullet and uh, looks like a real dirt bag. But yeah. um, in the last few months, he's put his foot in his mouth a few times. But most recently, the one that's getting attention, which is why we're bringing him up, was um, there was a photo of him and his sons tweeted out. They had been out on a fishing trip. And Mike Gundy was wearing an OAN t-shirt. OAN, if you don't know, is the One America Network, which is on ESPN and those places will say it's a far-right network. It's really an alt-right conspiracy, Alex Jones-type news network. Uh, That's also what the president watches, by the way. Yeah, Um, it's it's too pussified for him. Yeah, that's where Mike Huckabee is, I believe. Yeah. He's on uh, One One America News Network now. Yeah, so he was wearing an OAN shirt, and as a result, his starting running back, who uh, Chuba Hubbard, who was, I believe, Offensive Player of the Year in the Big 12 last year and an All-American and could have gone to the NFL, who's come back. He's very good. He's awesome. Yeah. He tweeted out and was basically saying, like, this is extremely disrespectful and insensitive, especially right now with everything going on. I refuse to do anything with Oklahoma State. Uh, basically, he's going to boycott Oklahoma State until, until things change, is what his initial tweet said. Then Mike Gundy like, reached out to him. They had, and other Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State players also tweeted in support of Chuba. They were all like, yeah, this is fucked up, Even current players and former players. Um, so then they had a meeting and then they, Mike Gundy, the coach and Chuba Hubbard recorded, uh, the most awkward hostage video maybe ever made of him apologizing and saying that he had had a team meeting and every, they had made up and everything was okay. And the fucked up part was that the player ended up apologizing on the video and not the coach. (laughs) Yeah. So that's where Uh, we're at with that. I, yeah, and I, I saw lots of people, I think, uh, correctly speculating that there's there's more to this story than just that one picture of the T-shirt that because uh, there were other there was like a guy, um, an NFL player who played at Oklahoma State who chimed in on Twitter too, blanking on his name, but saying something along the lines of like, yeah things have needed to change at OSU for a while now. Yeah, Mike Gundy apparently would tell guys, like, I'll send you back to the hood where you're from if you don't, like, Mm. run this route right or whatever. Or, like, he referred to players as ghetto or, like, being more ghetto or not being ghetto, you know, not being too ghetto, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Like, really, 
just inappropriate language that should not be used. Just racist yeah. language, not even inappropriate, just straight up racist. Right. Um, and Mike Gundy too, to his credit, in the last few months has also said that the coronavirus wasn't was bullshit and that we should just reopen everything because we got to make money or not even the coronavirus the china virus as he calls it mm-hmm. um gang yeah uh China. and basically basically spouted everything that trump has said about this like he's i mean yeah all college coaches are fucking maga shitheads for the most part but he's very open about it that's kind of the thing yeah yeah it's like yeah I've accepted that, you know, Kirby Smart, my preferred, my team's coach, is, he might not be full MAGA, but he's definitely a Republican. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, yeah, every other college football coach can at least keep their mouth shut. And Jeremy Pruitt to- at Tennessee looks like a human thumb. And <laughs> there's he was no a cop way- in a past life, for sure. Yeah, he worked. He, he got cop vibes. He worked with Coach Rush Probst. Listen to that uh, episode. Go back and listen to that. There's no way that guy's voting for Bernie or yeah. any progressive, but he also but he doesn't can, talk about it. Yeah, he can just, you know, keep his mouth shut at the very least. But. And the thing that also is insane about this is that the, the apology from Mike Gundy is only because it's going to affect his recruiting. It's not because oh, yeah. he's changed his mind. It's not because he thinks black lives matter it's not because he supports his black players and speaking out it's because he knows that if he doesn't say shit it's going to affect his recruiting Mm -hmm. and it's insane that he even has a job still because it's a big program and they don't win shit ever at oklahoma i know it is kind of weird it's like yes you could just fire him he's been there for like at least i feel like he's been there for like 10 years now if not longer yeah he's been there a while like yeah maybe just get rid of his ass yeah i mean yeah They've gotten a lot better, I feel like, since he started there, but they're still not that good. They're not. They're still not as good as Oklahoma. Tier. No. And they're not as good as Texas. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's it's happening everywhere in college football because, like, Iowa also fired, I think, their, like, strength and conditioning coach because um, he was also hugely racist for years um, to the point where his son also transferred – off the team because he was also kind of a bully and an asshole amongst the team as well. Jesus. Um, so Iowa has also been not having a, a kind of a coming together moment with, with players and coaches. Damn. It must be. Yeah. I mean, I would love yeah. to get my hands on some of the texts, emails, communications between coaches and players in NCAA trying to trying to uh, like craft a statement that makes the players believe that they have their backs, but also they don't really. Cause I'm sure they're all like, they want to say like, I stand with the president. And if you, if I catch you doing anything, I, if, right. if you protest, you hate America and I have the right to shoot you. Yeah, well, a lot of this stuff, I feel like, is just revealing what we all always knew was true, is that, that, you know, the whole system is exploitative, and these coaches don't actually care about the kids. It's really just, they're just using these young kids to, you know, fucking make millions of dollars coaching football. 
And uh, it sucks because college football is awesome. Yeah. I, I love – there's so much fun, cool stuff about it. But it's like – it's yeah, it's a fucked up minor league football league. The one good uh, thing coming out of it, I would say, is that players are realizing their power. So, like, in years past, Chuba Hubbard maybe wouldn't have said anything, you know, about Mike Gundy. Right. But yeah. right now, because of the moment we're in, it's like, okay. You know what I mean? It's okay right. for him to speak up. Same with the Florida State guys. Same with the Clemson guys, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and and we all know that coaches are only going to apologize or, or, like, do these fake apologies or whatever just so that they can keep their jobs and keep recruits. So, if anything, I think it's a good thing that players are, are – it's, it's a good thing – right now players are starting to speak up more because like they're realizing we have the power. We choose where we go play and that's who mm-hmm. gets, that's the coach that gets the money. So yeah, go play with guys like coach O who seem cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> go, go for those guys. Well, or Kirby smart. Or um, Kirby smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now uh, I was just going to say, I just remembered one other thing that happened this week. Maybe it was last week, but governor Ron DeSantis, <laughs> Florida, one of President Trump's biggest yeah. supporters, they passed some law in Florida where college athletes can like do promotions or it's like California, it, yeah. It's like the California law. Yeah. So like meanwhile, the landscape, the college sports landscape is like shifting rapidly right now. Like we it could be a whole new world mm-hmm. where like guys can actually make money off of their you know their ability which would would be a step in the right direction i think as fucked up as that guy is it's you know every state should or that should be like a national thing or something yeah would that conflict with ncaa rules or uh, i don't know yeah i don't know how that works uh i wonder if it just I don't know. I haven't. I I didn't like read up on that because I know their NCAA is going to like allow players to profit off their likeness. Um, I wonder if this is like a local, like a Florida thing. Like you can get like a landmark, a landmark uh, deal. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think it's for shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, So like do local commercials and stuff. Yeah, you could do local commercials and like do autograph signings maybe or shit like that. The way every Georgia coach does like, what is it? The Ford truck commercial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And every tennis university of Tennessee coach has to do like a first Tennessee bank commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's like yeah. the local ones they do. in exactly. the Yeah. My so at uh, least the players get a piece of that pie. Maybe claim to fame. My uncle was the uh, body double for, coach mark richt in a i think it was a dodge truck commercial when he was george's coach so i'm relieved yeah. you said mark richt and not like jim donnan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know he was charlie weiss's body <laughs> oh shit jim donnan man Woo. Uh. Yeah, because depending on what coach you said, that body type can go many different ways. <laughs> yes. yeah. And Mark yeah, Rick col- is okay. He's one that, like, uh, you know. College football coaches have – they come in a wide array of shapes. There's many, many variations. Just all kinds of beautiful 
beautiful men, beautiful, beautiful boys. Men. From like athletic to like human hippo, you know, like, exactly, and everything <laughs> and everything, everything in, between. in between. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to fat shame anyone because I'm not shaming. I'm just right. pointing out right that celebrating different shapes. Bodies are different. It's body positive. Good. You can be any body size in college football and still be a coach. Exactly, and we support that. We support it. Yeah, we need more body positivity. We need I'm, more body positive, every kind of role in sports. Sideline reporter, kicker. Um, <laughs> long running back. Yeah, long snapper. They, they're bringing in their 400-pound place kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was – Sebastian Janikowski was going that direction he in was. his career. He was. And he was still booming it. He was, man. He had a hell of a college and NFL career. He's a fucking legend. <laughs> what was his nickname? Like the Polish Cannon or something like something that? Something like or, that, yeah. Yeah. And he was also like the only kicker to be suspended in like college and the NFL for like partying too much or like getting in fights <laughs> at bars. Cause he, at like Florida state, he would like get drunk and get in fights all the time. And I was like, you're the fucking kicker dude. And he was like, yeah, exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I feel fun. like he, he had, um, he got caught with roofies at some point. Oh, I'm sure. That sounds right. Yeah. So cool guy. Yeah, just a cool guy. <laughs> hey, what do you call a guy who gets caught with roofies at the airport? A cool guy. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we started with talking with the NFL. Um, and while we're on football, I, I, we've talked about commissioners a little bit today. And like Roger Goodell, that was like the only other story I had has come out and was like, He's encouraging people to sign Colin Kaepernick saying that, you know, he, he would welcome him back. And if not as a player, um, definitely in the, in the NFL offices so he could like lead or run the, you know, kind of racial uh, discrimination seminars and things like that. For, and it's like, you're fucking coward, man. Shut the hell up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. As, soon as, as soon as it's like culturally – like, as soon as it seems like the climate has changed, they're like, oh, yeah, we love Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, they, like, banned him from the game just a couple years ago yeah. for taking a knee. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, finger to the wind. That's, like, yeah. Roger Goodell. Like, oh, what are people still saying? Okay. And he pulled that bullshit ass move of um, at the draft. We talked about it where he he's like, "Okay, boo the commissioner, the right. old tradition." And it's like, yeah. dude, that's not the old tradition. That's just because everyone hates you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't like that's uh, just grand old tradition of man, yeah, no, NFL they football. Just, yeah, they're not making fun of me. They like me. <laughs> they like you it's know? it's just a it's a. It's a way that they show respect is what it is. Jabroni. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the NFL's fucked. And um, there's a bunch of, you know, like, again, this is where we started and went down the road. But, yeah, like a lot of players tested positive. But 
if I had to guess, just because of the way that NFL owners are and everything, like they're just going to go forward with everything. I don't see Jerry Jones stopping shit. I could see him just completely just like, hey, we'll do it. Who cares? Yeah, I I feel like that's like the most authoritarian league. Yeah. Where they're just like, no, we just do it. Fuck off. Yeah. So they probably will, yeah. Unless it's like insane and people are like dying in the streets, they'll probably play. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I wouldn't even be surprised if they tried to pack people into stadiums in the NFL. Yeah. That's going to be fucked up if they try to do that. Uh, but but I wouldn't put it past them. And no. that remi- reminds me, because these owners are all assholes. And just touching back on baseball quickly, I forgot that last week the Cardinals owner – um, came out and he was quoted as saying something along the lines of like baseball actually isn't that profitable. And then over the weekend, it was announced that Major League Baseball has struck a new broadcasting deal with Turner Sports worth a billion dollars. <laughs> so it's like these guys just, they're all assholes. They all, they don't give a fuck about anybody, man. They're no, just, they don't. They're, they're squeezing every dime they can out of it. They don't care about the fans. They don't give a fuck about the players. No, no, and the, and, th- and and like I saw this, that statement as well. And I think Dave O'Brien pointed out it's like when was the last time a, a Major League Baseball owner sold a team for a loss? Like they always oh, yeah. make money just selling them after they buy them. Yeah, like the Mar- uh, the uh, the Marlins have been dog shit. For forever, basically, and that and, was yeah. And Sorry, they just well, like Jeter and and his group bought the Marlins for a couple of years ago for a few billion. Like the previous owner made billions off of running the Marlins. Yeah. Do you know the story with that owner? By the way, was it he, Jeffrey Lurie? Is that Lurie? I think no, so. He was okay. He he'd made his money in waste waste management consulting. No. He was a waste management guy, made all his money, built that amazing um, Marlins team, uh, the one that won the World Series. Yeah, like 97. Yeah. And the following season, apparently Gary Sheffield and some of the other players pleaded with him, please keep this team together because they were all due to come back except for one or two players. So they probably would have gone and won another World Series. But out of spite, that owner was so mad that the the um, the attendance wasn't very good that season. He just scrapped the whole team and sold everyone. Wow! Because and they were trying to explain like, no, you don't understand. We just won the World Series, so like next season will be probably the biggest attendance we've ever had. Yeah, and we're like building a following here in Miami. And he was like, no, fuck that. They don't appreciate what I'm doing. I'm just going to sell it. All these players. Yeah, that, so, was, yeah. Uh, that was Wayne Huizinga. Wayne Huizinga. In the Heisinga. late 90s. He's, yeah, he was owner from 93 to 98. Um, they, lost 90, they, they lost 90 more games than one when he was the owner, but he won a World Series. Then he sold it to John Henry uh, for hmm. – he owned it for a couple of years and then he sold it to Jeffrey Loria 
okay. and they won the 2003 World Series with that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm pretty sure it was that first guy. And yeah, then, Wayne Huizinga. Wayne Huizinga. You know, he's friends with Beansy down in Miami. You know, we go to Marlins games. Hey, Wayne, yeah, Wayne Huizinga founded AutoNation and Waste Management, Inc. Oh. And he was the co-owner of Blockbuster Video, the Miami Dolphins, and the Florida Panthers, and the Marlins. Damn, dude. That's a lot yeah. of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Oh, and he died uh, in March uh, in 2018. R.I.P. Yeah, well, R.I.P. to a great... Yeah, Blockbuster Video outlived that fuck. (laughs) I guess it did. There's one left. (laughs) Where is it again? It's in Alaska or something? Yeah, Yeah, man. You got to rent your videos. You got to. Your DVDs. Got to get your DVDs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fucking owners, fuck them. They should yeah. just like let cities just own teams. or I don't know. There should be a, a better way to do it. Yeah. Not be at the whim of some guy. Yeah, I mean, it's like... It, it's it's gonna, it would never work here in the U.S. just because of how our society has been established, but like the soccer leagues in Europe, like in not in England, but like in Germany and Spain and other places, it's like you're a member of the club. That's why they're called like football clubs. Cause they're actual clubs you can be a member of and you elect a board. So there's not like one single owner. I mean, there's like a president of the board and there's people in charge, but every year there's election or every couple of years, I don't know how much there's elections and you vote out, the board if you're not happy with what they're doing so like for example like in barcelona right now they're one of the biggest teams in the world who i'm a fan of but everyone hates the board and everyone hates the president and he's probably going to get voted out this next cycle because no one likes how he's running the team um so it's like yeah you'd like to think that that'd be a cool thing that we could do but i don't think so yeah that would be cool that'd be awesome because i'd be a member of like the braves club and fucking vote out all those shitheads and for sure yeah absolutely um but yeah um i think that's kind of the week in sports most definitely as far as i can think the wnb announced they're coming back they're gonna do 22 game season so they're smart they're doing a short little season and a quick playoff and that's it so they're getting in and out um, Premier League's coming back tomorrow. Premier League comes back tomorrow. La Liga's yesterday. been going. Oh, yeah. Bund- Actually, it would be yesterday when we released this. <laughs> Bundesliga is back. It's finishing up. Um, Champions League announced that they're going to be coming back. They're going to do a little short tournament. Uh, so, soccer's getting back. Uh, NASCAR's going. We got yeah. some sports happening. Oh, yeah. And Jimmy, Whoa, you can't bring your Confederate flag to the races anymore. Yeah, um, that's disappointing because uh, it's heritage, not hate. Right. Uh, uh, heritage. You know, my, yeah, my, your family took part in that, right? Well, I was going to say my your family from Chicago. My great great grandfather um, <laughs> fought for the Union Army in the uh, Irish the Massachusetts Irish regiment. 
We actually have his rifle at uh, my parents' house. Um, but I forsake his memory. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Confederacy guy all the way. <laughs> awesome, dude. That's so tight. Isn't that tight? Wait, so the, yeah. entire, the entire Massachusetts regiment wasn't Irish? I guess they had specific regiments just for the Irish. I just maybe it's just Boston, but I just assume all of Massachusetts is just like Irish. No, there's also like waspy, you know, old Massachusetts people. Back Mm. in in the 1860s, the wasp, the Massachusetts, the pilgrims that had been living in Massachusetts for the that's true a few hundred years were like, oh, these Irish, oh no. Send them to Boston. We'll keep Salem okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. And I, I also have a family member from Ireland who fought in the Union who got in a fight and was thrown in the brig and never actually fought in a battle because he fought someone when he was drunk. Um, and I forsake his memory as well. Because I <laughs> heritage, not hate, man. Um, although, you know, full disclosure, I did have some family on the Confederacy side, too. Um, and, you know, what can uh, I say? Sorry, sorry podcast over. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled for them. Gotcha. We had been planning this whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long con, but we pulled it off. <laughs> It took this long to get out of me. That Jimmy I and I knew there was going to be some social uprising where we finally <laughs> talked about race, and it was like we can get this out of Kevin. Finally, <laughs> we know he's got somebody in there. Fought and it's not him; it's someone in his family from hundreds of years ago. But we'll yeah. get it. exactly. No, it's my cousin Cletus. He's still alive, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not from here, so uh, uh, nothing. Yeah, that you know of. That I know yeah. of, right? Yeah. There could have been some Get on yeah, get on twenty three and me. You might have a <laughs> That's true. May may have been a Captain Martinez in the There's been illegal <laughs> I mean, there is a Martinez, Georgia. Who knows? There, it could yeah. be my uh you know <laughs> I doubt that place is very progressive too, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go with no. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, before we wrap up all around this subject, I did want to bring up um, all those like Columbus heads out there who are defending Christopher Columbus statues. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing the Lord's work. I'm glad they're out there doing that. Um, I don't think they know that Christopher Columbus wasn't that guy's actual name, but uh, mm-hmm. so it's cool that they're really that passionate about it. Yeah, it's it's weird how people um, they don't want to just come out and say they're racist yeah. so they find these backdoor ways of trying to act like they're don't take the statue of the slave trader down that's history yeah because yeah. they don't know about books um yeah but i just I, yeah the columbus thing just gets me because it's like that guy didn't even come here guys like yeah. what the fuck are you doing yeah he also never, yeah even in his even in uh in his own time, wasn't he like tried for uh, crimes? Yeah, he committed? died a coward because he fled from whatever yeah. punishment was coming down on him. And he, and that's not even his name, so you're not even defending his name. And um, I've sat through this conversation. I've 
through this forced conversation at a Thanksgiving a few years ago, people believe that Columbus was secretly Jewish. So what? Yeah. Never There's a whole conspiracy out there that he was a secret Jewish person and wow, he pretended because okay. it was the inquisition and that's why he wanted to like sail because he wanted to get out of Europe. Ah. Uh. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Give it a Google. You'll find all kinds yeah, of crazy shit about Google. it. But uh, sure. Yeah, I'll just say quickly, um, somebody put put a video together of various statues going down last week set to Enya. <laughs> and it's when you see it on Twitter, you're like, ha, this will be funny. And then you start watching it and like It'll bring you to the verge of tears. Oh my god! Not of like sadness that the statues are going down, but just like it feels like the most prof- profound like justice is being done. It's right. Very, yeah. Go check that out. It'll Anya. move you. <laughs> this one is, is the. Uh, Who can? Oh, that one. Okay. It's not Return to Innocence. I was thinking Return to Innocence, but it's the other Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. But yeah, you'll be like in tears by the time you finish watching the video. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we brought it up because that gives me a song to play us out on now. There you go. (laughs) Because usually I spend so much time trying to figure out what song am I going to play? Am I going to illegally play to out the show, the episode? Yeah. But now, uh, Enya. Beautiful. There you go. It's, it's, It's kismet. It's it, there it is. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Unless you guys have any other I, uh, I just want to plug my improv group, the uh <laughs> Mixed Nuts. We're doing a show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't You're know doing a show know. at UCB in yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Um yeah. go check it out. UCB Hell's yeah. Kitchen. Uh it's me, Jared, uh Mitch. It's <laughs> Matt Bester's going to be there. It's it's forty eight white guys doing improv together on this <laughs> But How you're many addressing of them are uh, all but me. Yeah, all awesome. but me are balding. And uh, but yeah, you're addressing the social unrest that's happening right now through improv, right? Yeah, we want a suggestion of a reason for someone to unjustly loot an upstanding business. Uh, and yeah, Matt Fessers, he's coaching us. He's gonna jump in, he's gonna play. Um really excited so just come check it out yeah and you were awesome. telling us off mic that this there's an intermission so you're gonna get long form and short form in this, right yeah we're starting off with long Amazing. form we're doing a, we're doing a an hour and a half long form set to start things off then we're doing a five minute intermission then we're jumping right back in with two and a half hours of short form improv comedy we want to give everybody mitch jared me uh mike brendan um, Brendan, Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Adam, Matt, 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 Matt. There's 20 Matts on the team. One Matthew. One Matthew, and we want to give them all a shot to shine because I really think if, you know, if things were different and crowds were allowed in and we'd probably all get cast on SNL. Yeah, and, and that's like a thing as we close here just to let people know because we, we've seen this – if you're in comedy and you work hard enough, you're going to make it to SNL, just like in yeah. sports. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And furthermore, if you make it on SNL, it's indicative that you are a quality. You're it means good. you're good. You're Absolutely. Good. You, it Only means you're good and you got something to say the world needs to hear. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm smart enough to say this as I'm working on a packet for that show right now, but you know, it's fine. I haven't. Yeah. I, haven't, I was going to do that too. I haven't. And by started, working but... on it, I mean thinking about it and not writing anything, but you know. yeah. Same. Um, okay. Then I'm doing that. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. That too. I mean, I'm yeah, whatever. Um, this is stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, make sure to check out, uh, check, follow us on Twitch. Uh, check out um, the Sports Lords MLB The Show League on Twitch. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I haven't been very active on there, but you know we'll announce when we go on Twitch sometimes on there, so do that anyway. Um, and yeah, remember, there's a pandemic happening still, so be careful out there. Wash your hands still. Wear masks. Don't be a dick. Don't be stupid. Just don't die. Don't die and, and be nice to people. And yeah, don't, don't die. Yeah. Try not to die. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Hell world, baby.